shattered to unbreakable. Listen here, sweet sister. Whether you think you have one little crack or you are shattered into a billion pieces, this podcast is going to give you the resources, tools, and skills to help piece yourself back together to form a beautiful, unique, solid, and unbreakable masterpiece. You are listening to Shattered to Unbreakable, the Reclaim Podcast. Let's talk. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Shattered to Unbreakable. I'm your host, Brandy Babin, and I'm joined here by Aubrey Fowler today. Hello. The lovely, the beautiful, and the talented. <laughs> um, oh, I have such an exciting episode today, and it came from a not-so-exciting conversation, and aren't those just the best? <laughs> so my sister and I were talking, and she was talking about what she's doing for a living, and right now she's coaching Um, people through weight loss. And she's had quite the weight loss journey and has been very successful in that journey. But her past has been riddled with not so successful attempts at fad diets and yo-yo diets and, and ups and downs and hormone therapy. I mean, she's tried so many things and now she's really doing well. And it's just basically making better choices and having a sustainable dieting. And now she coaches others on how to do the same. And we were talking about, you know, uh, the event last week and and my being able to speak and having so much fun in the atmosphere and talking about what's what's next, what's coming down the pipe for me and what Reclaim is is about to embark on. And and she made this comment. She said, yeah, I love what you're doing. I feel like I'm kind of doing the same thing, but on a smaller scale, like what I'm doing is definitely not as important as what you're doing. Mm. But I still feel like, you know, I'm on the right track. And I took such offense to that, not for myself, but for her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, as far as self-talk goes, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, you're my sister. Have you not read page 14 of the journal? Okay. (laughs) I address this. (laughs) This Your journey has nothing to do with the comparison of importance to mine. Like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And what I talk about in page 14 of the Reclaim Journal is that it doesn't matter if you're opening up a business that's going to impact millions of people or if you're just momming. And I say just just because that's what you're all thinking in your head. This just feeling. I'm just a mom. Mm -hmm. I'm not any famous, you know realtor, famous uh, radio voice or famous model or whatever. That does not matter. Do you know how many models there are that don't make an impact because nobody knows who they are or how many actors that you don't even know what they do outside of their film? Like, who do we know? Just the people who do things outside of acting that impact the world, right? We don't really... We have no idea what the villain is doing who played the voice of whoever on whatever film. Mm -hmm. And so it it has nothing to do with the kind of spotlight you're in as to the importance and impact you're making on the world. Uh, And so I talk about that in the journal. Like I said, page 14 talks about just understanding that where your dream meets the world's hurt is where your purpose is. Mm -hmm. And I use the word dream, but I'm realizing that so many people are uncomfortable with dreaming. And I even state that on that page is like, you might not be comfortable with dreaming. Mm -hmm. It might not feel natural to you. Now I'm a dreamer. 
-hmm. It feels very natural for me to dream. (laughs) I have several dreams per hour (laughs) throughout the day. And usually I talk about them to people and I wear them out because they're like, Brady, what happened to the dream you had yesterday? <laughs> let's let's pick one. Uh, so I am no stranger to dreaming, but there are people who are saying, you know, I, I just don't dream like it just doesn't feel right to me or it feels selfish to me or feels too grandiose. I feel like, you know, I shouldn't be wanting to dream like that or or even if it just doesn't feel natural. So I'm going to rephrase what I have in the journal, not that I want to like change it, but the idea of dreaming if it's uncomfortable to you, I want to change to where your talents and skills meet the world's hurt is where your purpose is. Mm-hmm. So you can look at it that way. What what are you naturally good at? What do you feel like was naturally gifted to you at birth that you've just, it just comes natural to you. You just, it, you can't put your finger on it. You're just really good at it. Or it's always on your mind or it just feels right when you do it or it brings you joy and you're not sure why. You know, some people love baking. Mm-hmm. And they love cooking. And I despise both. <laughs> I hate it. But I, when people like my roommate is a great cook yes, and she, she loves to cook yep. and it brings her joy to share what she made mm-hmm. and the smile on her face when you take a bite and make that face of like, mm. <laughs> she loves that. And Corey too, Corey will make something for me and he'll give me a bite and he'll just sit there and watch me. Yeah. And I have to be very careful because I'm like, what if I hate it? (laughs) And I get so scared. (laughs) Now, for the record, I've never hated anything he's made. Um, I didn't love like the cabbage rolls or something. I don't even remember what they were called. Um, But it's like a it's like meat inside a cabbage and it's like steamed. And then you put marinara over it. Yeah. Not a fan of that. (laughs) But I'm sure it would be yummy if I liked those. But every time Corey waits for my facial expression. Yeah. And as soon as I make any sort of mm sound, he's like, right, right, buddy, <laughs> buddy. Like just so you could see him light up like a little kid. That's and so it's just like this natural thing he loves to do. Right. And thank goodness the two people in my life I spend the most time with <laughs> love to cook. Um, so I did want to just touch on that, that the importance factor, it just, it's not what the world is telling us it is. And I'm I'm going back to this, what the world is whispering into our ear constantly, constantly. They have this um, definition of greatness and of success. And it's just so different depending on who you ask, you know, like my definition of success is very different than even Aubrey's definition of success, you know, and, and it, it's very important to have the differences. If we all wanted to be successful at the same thing, there wouldn't be enough room for everyone in the world. And it wouldn't be a safe place for any of us. It's very important that we all have different goals to strive for and a different view of a perfect life for ourselves. Um, So I wanted to read a little bit out of the journal. I'm skipping to page 17 now. And I just really am stuck on this feeling like I really want us to realize that the only expectations that we should be allowing to be set on us is our own Mm -hmm. because they were put there for a reason. In my opinion, by God, I am, you know, obviously Christian. I've stated that several times. Um, If you're not, it's okay. But whatever you do believe in, your expectations of yourself were put there to be internal. They are supposed to be internal. 
And that's why, you know, as far as faith or energies or universe or whatever you believe in, whatever that spirituality is lives inside of you. Uh, you know, every religion I've um, studied or looked at, it's an inner peace. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why it's an inner peace. It has to come from within. If you start letting the outside expectations rule your life, that's when you are, you become disaligned. And that's where the confusion comes in. Mm -hmm. And I love this excerpt out of Matthew Kelly's book, Perfectly Yourself, because he talks about that. And so what he says is, striving to become all you are capable of being is all you were ever truly need to answer for. I love that. Mm -hmm. Our only regrets come from abandoning our true selves. Are you celebrating your true self or are you still trying to be the person you think other people want you to be or the person you think other people will like? Mm -hmm. So, and he goes on to say, now is your time. There will never be a better time to begin. It is... It is time now to peel back the layers of conditioning and expectations that have encrusted your heart and mind. Mm -hmm. It is time to become perfectly yourself. I love the word encrusted because yeah. it's like, unless you're talking about a really good steak, it's like <laughs> a really icky word, right? <laughs> like I think encrusted, I think of like rusty buildup and flaky nastiness. Mm -hmm. That's Barnacles. Yeah. Just real gross. You got to get that off. Um, and so I go on to say in all of my genius, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> that the only opinion that really should mean anything is your own. The only thing you should be worried about is the next best step for you. And if your actions are aligned with your beliefs, you will always make the right decision. Mm -hmm. You can't make the wrong decision if your actions are aligned with your beliefs. The minute you try to make decisions that appease others is when you're going to start to make the wrong decisions. Mm -hmm. And that's where that expectations of the world comes in. You're only successful if you make so much money. You're only blah, 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 if, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And yes, my ambition is spotlight oriented, not necessarily to be famous myself, mm -hmm. but because I know that if I'm in the spotlight, my message gets a bigger megaphone. And my message is all about empowering women and making us fall in love with ourselves again, because truly, truly, in my opinion, women are just the epitome of healing and strength. To me, there's a reason why, like in my faith, there's the 10 stations of the cross. Three of them have women in them. Mm -hmm. And every time Jesus falls, a woman is there and that's mentioned very intentionally. And I really, truly think that women are supposed to be there at to nurture mm -hmm. at any falter and to encourage to become great. And Aubrey and I were talking about um, behind every great, amazing, famous, talented, skilled, influential, impactful person in the history of ever is some sort of influence behind that person that was unrecognized mm -hmm. that nobody knows about. Um, I like to say it's a good mom. Mm -hmm. Not everyone had a good mom. Sometimes yeah. it's a good dad. Sometimes the parents were terrible and they had a good teacher or a good coach or, you know, in Ed Milet's case, he talks about his dad who was struggling with alcoholism and he had a pretty rough life. Ed did because of this struggle. Mm -hmm. And 
uh, his dad met somebody random in a bar. Nobody even knows who he is that invited him to an AA meeting. Mm -hmm. And because of that one person making that one recommendation, it changed his dad's life, which then changed Ed's life. And now Ed has the number one self-development podcast Mm -hmm. out there. And it's changing millions of lives. And that one man in that one situation didn't know that that invitation would create that kind of impact. So, you know, in thinking about this impact of a mundane life, we're talking about mundane in a sense of what is the world calling it? Mm -hmm. But this mundane life is as important as the life of greatness, right? It's... It's what causes the life of greatness is this mundane obedience to the calling on your purpose and your life, which I love. And I just truly feel like parenting is one of the most beautiful calls. If you're a parent, you are called to be great, not necessarily a great parent, but a great you. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying like, oh, you have to feed your kids organic, whatever. You know, you can go back and listen to our (laughs) podcast about how we feel about all those expectations put on moms. But I'm just saying, like, you are you for a reason and we need you to be great at being you and not being anybody else, just being you. And the cool thing about that is your kids are going to see you striving for greatness in yourself and not worrying about other people's opinions. And they're going to learn by default to be that way. Yeah. And that's the kind of people that are behind, you know, the Martin Luther Kings Mm -hmm. of the world. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Are you constantly going and going and often not able to take care of yourself the way you wish you could? Do you have a hard time saying no, and you're exhausted because you do too much? Do you feel like you live in a constant state of overwhelm and stress? Well, Bright Life Massage and Wellness is on a mission to support women in experiencing deep rest and balance by teaching them how to slow down, quiet all the noise in their busy lives, and connect back to themselves. Bright Life uses somatic, mindfulness, and body-centered techniques for those who are struggling physically, emotionally, and or spiritually to release and let go of what is no longer serving them so that they experience a happier, well-balanced life. They focus on the body-mind connection through gentle, slow body work or somatic-based coaching to help women understand and manage their emotions by becoming aware of the physical sensations felt in the body so that they learn to live in harmony with what is showing up, regulate and balance their emotions, and release what isn't working anymore. Bright Life is a safe place for you to retreat, heal, and rest, a place where you can take a deep breath, tend to your own inner resources, and heal your life. Contact Bright Life today and mention this podcast to receive a free 30-minute upgrade added to your new client experience session. Find the phone number and website here in the show notes. So um, when we were discussing what we were going to call this and we came, and we landed on the impact of a mundane life, I, I think that um, living a mundane life is a little bit underrated. By all accounts, you could say that I am living a mundane life. I stay home with my kids. Um, I don't have to wear real pants most of the time. I think that I have appointments that take me out of the house twice a week. I like it. <laughs> I just, I don't have to wear real pants in my life. And that's a blessing. You have no idea how much I love that part of I love, my life. I'm so jealous of that, by the way. <laughs> I hate pants. But I, 
what I really, um, I really love on page 14 there, Brandy, the, um, talking about where your, um, where your dreams or your skills meets the world's hurt. Um, and I just, I really enjoy having people into my home and creating a comfortable environment. There are toys everywhere. There's just, (laughs) there's stuff everywhere. It's not, I try not to like leave it gross, but you know, like, I'm never going to be a professional house cleaner. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you that right now. Um, but I try to make a really comfortable environment for people who come over. And I love, like, every time Brandy comes over, I make tea. And, and I love the tea. And so do I. And I love being able to share a cup of tea with a friend and do something that we both find purpose in. And um, I also love the fact that y- y'all have put her name and her face (laughs) on everything. (laughs) Right. So so you get to hear my voice right now, but I'm just going to walk right past you in target. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) being able to be, uh, have a certain degree of anonymity, I think is also very underrated. Yes. Like I'm just going to do my work over here in the background and help where I can and be a comfort to those that I can be a comfort to. And y'all can stand center stage. Right. And I'm okay with that. Well, and yeah, and you use like when we were talking about this earlier, you use the um, analogy of like a famous surgeon. Mm-hmm. And he gets all the recognition and his face is on everything and his name is on the awards even. Mm-hmm. But you had mentioned he doesn't sterilize his own tools. Yeah. He's not the only one in the room. It takes lots of, you know, attending nurses to help a brain surgeon Mm -hmm. do his job. There are the um, administrative people sending the bills, making sure he gets paid. Um, There's certifications and and licenses he had to get. There's people behind that. There's the people who taught him how to do what he does that don't get credit for how great he is. Mm -hmm. And. So it's just like a testament to the fact that just because your name is not on everything doesn't mean that you're not as important Mm -hmm. as that person and and were the reason that he got there. So, yeah, it's just and, you know, like, you know, I have known since I was like five that I was supposed to be in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. I just I've done all the theater. I've done the pageants. I've had solos in the choir. I just knew I was supposed to be on stage in front of people. And I keep putting myself there because I feel it. I can't. When I was a stay at home mom, I felt out of place. Yeah. And I wanted so badly to be a stay at home mom and to be good at it. And I tried really, really hard to make my own laundry soap and to cook for make pasta from scratch (laughs) and to um, learn how to cook and bake and five course meals and grow all my own stuff in the garden. And I drove myself crazy feeling like I wasn't good enough because I was trying to be something I wasn't naturally supposed to be. Yeah. You know, I think that's a really good point because there's, there's that, right? Like we're all meant to do different things and that's not your calling and that's completely okay. Mm -hmm. But, um, we were talking about like the definition of success and the definition of greatness. And even so like, what's the definition of a stay at home mom? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like I don't make my own pasta. <laughs> Guys, I'm not going to. I have I'm a little curious about it. Like, hmm, maybe if I get real bored. Right. But I have no specific desire to do that. But I love being um a stay-at-home mom. And I have like, you know, working with Brandy and I'm a photographer and you know, the so I have other things that fill other needs in my life in lots of different ways. But, um, yeah, like we talked about on however many weeks ago it was like this, we have this understanding of what certain roles are supposed to look like based on the feedback that we get from the world. Mm -hmm. Right. So a good stay at home mom makes her own laundry detergent and makes everything from scratch. Yes. The heck. Oh my goodness. $2 for the Denver post and everything that was coupons was like really bad food for you. Yes. So the only thing I can get on sale is Doritos and Gatorade. (laughs) Yes. So I just like, I, am the stay-at-home mom that my kids need me to be. Mm-hmm. And um it looks different from everyone else. Yes. And that's okay. Yeah. What did I what did I send you the other day about boundaries? Um oh. it's boundaries are the distance from where I can love you and me at the same time. Yes. And it was I don't know who originally wrote it. I'm sorry. I will figure it out and credit that person <laughs> in the show notes. I didn't come up with it, but um I loved that. Yeah. And that's kind of like, I had to set boundaries in my own life when nobody's even watching. Right. Because I'm like, no, that's not, I'm just stressed out. I'm snapping at my kids now because I feel like I have to do this, this and that. Right. And it's not, my life is not flowing. So you know what? I'm going to make this concession. I'm going to do this differently so that I can show up different for my kids. Yes. And feel more at peace with this decision that we've made as a family. Exactly. Yes. And like, My whole excitement behind that is to just trust your own gut about who you are and who you're supposed to be. Don't look right or left. Do like the stay in your lane idea. Like just look forward and do what feels right Mm -hmm. because your your inner barometer is going to tell you if you're aligned with who you are and what you believe or not. And you got to listen to that or you're going to lose yourself. And that's this whole. That's the whole point Mm -hmm. of the entire Reclaim mission is losing yourself is where you're going to feel the most alone. And loneliness and fear are the two things that will destroy us. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I also don't like pants. I like, I think that's an important point. (laughs) What's your takeaway? Your takeaway today is that nobody likes pants. I don't know anybody who likes pants. I was joking with Corey the other day. I said, if we're ever on a game show and they say, what's the first thing Brandy does when she gets home? You're going to know, you're going to get that one right. And he's like, take off her pants. (laughs) I don't even like putting more on. Yeah. I have RLS though. So there's a reason behind the rest of leg syndrome. I don't know why, but the more, the longer I wear pants, the worse it flares. So as soon as I get up, I take my pants off and cover myself with a blanket. (laughs) Unless my kids are home and then I have to wear shorts. (laughs) Oh, I think this may or may not make it in. I think that you and I have recorded a podcast episode with you not wearing pants. I think that might have happened. I think you're right. <laughs> my legs were flaring up and I was like, I'm taking my pants off. 
also, when you're listening, you don't even know if <laughs> no. Aubrey and I are fully clothed or not. That's the beauty. That's why we don't do video. <laughs> There's no YouTube channel. That's strategic by design. To the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So I think what we're, the, it's funny because we were talking about all of this earlier. We, I promise we prepare for these podcasts. We really do. And I was, I was asking Aubrey, like, what, what am I trying to say with all of this? Because it's, it's so undefined or it should be undefined. Honestly, it's actually very defined in many different ways. And we're talking about how the world will define everything for you based on its own agenda. If you think about it, the world defines things based on its own agenda. If if the country is becoming too unified, there has to be some sort of fear and hatred spread. So the media focuses on that. If our economy needs to get knocked down a notch, we put fear into everybody and make them go buy mass everythings. It's just the world will tell you what it needs to tell you mm-hmm. in order for it to succeed. And it's so hard to decipher and discern through that if you're really not sure who you are. The cool thing about knowing who you are is that you'll never have to worry about the world trying like trying to trick you mm-hmm. because you're going to be very solid in where you're going, who you are, what you stand for. And that's this whole join the war movement um, that we're on right now. And that's you know, join the war is women of reclaim W O R join the war. And basically it's when the world is telling you you're not good enough and I like to, I even have it on t-shirts and mugs now on the website mm-hmm. says when the world whispers, you're not good enough. The woman of reclaim whispers back for who? Mm. And so I love that because yeah, for who? Yeah. Who are you to tell me I'm not enough? Who are you to tell me I'm not wanting what I'm supposed to want? Who are you to tell me that I'm supposed to make homemade pasta or that I'm not supposed to make homemade pasta. Maybe yeah. I want to make homemade pasta. You know, some people, it's a family tradition. And mm-hmm. that's that's where I got sucked into it is like, I really admired my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to be like her because I thought, wow, she's a really fantastic mom. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be just like her. And so I tried to be just like her. And I failed quite beautifully at it. And now... I can be very appreciative of who she is and how well she does what she does, Mm -hmm. but I don't have to be like her and that's okay. I can be exactly who I'm supposed to be, Mm -hmm. which is very cool. And my kids are recognizing seeing me in my element, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. My face lights up. I have more patience. I am such a better mom being a different mom (laughs) than society tells me I'm supposed to be. And that's, what's really amazing is knowing that no matter what I see come across Instagram or social media, no matter what I hear other people talking about, even the haters that rise up against me, I don't have to worry about what they're saying because it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. The only thing that matters about where my life is going is my own opinion and expectation on myself. And if it's aligned with who I am and what I believe, it's the right, it's the right path. Mm -hmm. And that's the message I want to leave you guys today is that it does not matter. As long as your path is aligned with who you are and what you believe, then it doesn't matter. You're on the right path. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know who you are or what you believe, you've got to do that work now. Like the time is now. Don't waste any more time doing anything for anyone else. Stop what you're doing. Buy a reclaimed journal. 
that takes you through these seven steps of figuring out who you are and where you're going and what you believe. That's exactly why it was created. Yeah. So if you don't know who you are, you've lost yourself and you don't even know where to start. That's what that's for. And I mean, the free version of all this information is the podcast. So luckily you're listening to that. You can go back and listen to other episodes, but it's all encompassing. But yes, I do want to leave you with the fact that the impact of your quote mundane life is more than you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And, and just remember, life sends these ripple effects from these little holy moments that you have where you have changed something by doing that one little thing that just felt aligned to you. Mm-hmm. So I love you guys. I believe that your life is important, as important as anyone else's. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for spending time with us today. I just wanted to leave you with some extra resources. We have a website, www.reclaimjournal.com, where you can find more skills and tools to help you on your healing journey. There's brain spotting, there's coaching, and then of course, there's the famous Reclaim Journal. That's right, I decided it's famous just now. Also, this podcast is free for you to listen to, but it's not free to make, so you will be noticing some ads. However, if you hate ads, we do have an option to subscribe. So check that out for not only ad-free episodes, but also dig deeper episodes where we get into some really juicy stuff that maybe not everyone wants to listen to, but you wanna listen to because you're going through it. We also have a really exciting retreat coming up this October. So if you are feeling extra broken, tired, exhausted, and you would like to rediscover yourself and create a transformative experience, I invite you to check out the retreat on the website. Thanks for spending time with us. And remember, stay sparkly, sweet sisters.